Welcome to Beholder's Eye. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. The Great Isle is in a time of turmoil. Murat Hall raids the countryside. The Grand Abbot has called a conclave to regulate the use of magic. Emperor Simon of Crux and Queen Alanya of Thalmer, once enemies, are now betrothed. The zealous Red Hand terrorize all who oppose their doctrine. Only one group can make things more explosive. The magical miscreants are... Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roblox Bluebeard, a.k.a. Rosie. I'm a gnome artificer bard. Garen Kelso, High Elf Bladesinger. Mole Urzog, Orc Forge Cleric of St. Allegis. Cal Thornbreach, Satyr Bard of Eloquence. Alright, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I suppose I can. Uh, there wasn't much to tell. We finished up our battle, took out some more metal monks and something called the Angry. Uh, but one of the metal monks happened to set the whole Sangre Blossom uh, plant on fire. So we ended up uh, having to make some saves. Thankfully, I think we're all good, but uh, there's some nasty smoke around here now. And we were just discussing where to go next. Yep, so that's where we'll pick up. You guys are down in the basement laboratory beneath the apartment complex that um, Father Koenig uh, ran. It's obviously a, uh, I almost said metal monk, but a, a church of uh, the Order of St. <coughs> Crowley uh, Lab. And uh, it's attested to by all the metal monks that are here. Um, you finished off the all, all the bad guys in this area. Um, the only place you haven't explored is there's a hallway going to the west that's beyond the Sangre, the burning Sangre Blossom uh, plant now. Um, and that's about it. So what do you guys, what do you guys want to do? Just on the, we're all fine. Um, I'm minus four in uh, wisdom for the next 24 hours. <laughs> I, I wasn't fine. <laughs> Mostly fine. You're just a little bit less wise than usual. It's fine. I'm sure that won't bite us. Um, maybe fine. You said um, minus four. I also, yeah, I got to a total mm -hmm. of minus four. It? I also have like, very few spells left. <clears throat> well, um, yes. Uh, I also do not have much magic left in me, but I do not wish to rest here. Um, no, if you guys want to like pop a squat on a crate or something, I want to go look at all those chemicals and see if I can figure out what they were trying to do. Yeah, I, I think I think I'll start looking around as well. I'm gonna I, gonna do something very I, out of character for all of us. Um, I'm actually gonna look at the bodies that we dropped. Um, so yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, I know it's crazy, crazy. You can do that. Yeah, yeah, there, there, there might be things on the bodies that we leave behind, um, just so you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Mole is going to start um, looking through, trying to figure out, like, you know, who they are, identifying things, symbols, that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, right, go I, ahead, would also like, I would also like to look around for any fun magical things to play with. 
Okay. Garen doing anything? I will start thing? putting the flames out for the Sangre Blossom so it just stops emitting its spores or whatever. I'll use okay. control cool. flames, I guess, quite a few times because it's a large plant. So. Okay. So Garen's casting spells. Those are cantrips, right? Yeah, they're just cantrips. Control flame. Okay. So uh, Garen's casting control flame, putting out the the, uh, the fire there. Everybody else, give me an investigation roll. Um, and yeah, everybody else give me an investigation roll. That's a 21 for Rosie. 18 for Cal. 17 for Mole. Wow. That's some good rolls. Um, especially for Mole with your negative one. Yeah. yeah. Um, very well done. Okay, so Rosie, you're looking for anything that could be of um, she was trying to figure out what they were doing. Um, specifically in the, the chemical room, that one monk that the, I think, it, no, it wasn't the first one. Anyway, the, like, checking over the monk to see if I can see what's on his body and then, like, what else is in the room and trying to put two and two together and see if there's anything I can sort out for what they're doing here or what I think it might do. Okay. Um... So this is definitely a, a laboratory of some kind. What you're finding in there is there's some dissolving agents. You also see a few of the soul stones. Um, I'll snag those. Would, wait, yeah. Um, and it seems like they're trying to do something with it, though you can't tell what. Um, but there are different other chemicals throughout <laughs> there. As far as like useful chemicals, you do find a couple of vials of alchemical fire. Ooh. In like bottles that look uh, like they're not going to just break. Yes, yeah. I'll take those. They're transportable, so there's two of them. Um, But really, what you get from this is there seems to be something going on with these stones. They're trying to get some kind of chemical reaction out of them. Um, For what purpose, you're not really sure, though it looks like they're maybe trying to extract something. Um, And, yeah, there's not much more that you can tell from, from this. Okay. Um... Are there any uh, actually? You know what? Books? From from because you rolled so Research. high. Go ahead, give me an Arcana check. Okay. Um, are you training in Arcana at all? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I have a five because I'm smart, but I don't know that I'm trained per se. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Go ahead and, and give me a DC fifteen Arcana check. Eighteen. Nice. Okay. So, from some of the runes and other things that are, are scribbled uh, around the stones, it looks like they're trying to do some kind of um, extraction, like uh, um, you know, something that may be pulling the magical energy or the souls from the soul stone themselves. Okay. They're looking for a different way to do it without magic, apparently. Right. Okay, okay, okay. And um, if there's any kind of like journals or books or anything where it looks like they've been taking notes, I would stash those in my bag as well. Okay. Yeah, you're able to find that. Are you going to look through them now or are you going to look through them later? Uh, I'll do. I'll do that later. We are still potentially in danger here, so. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's what you find. At the same time, Cal, you're searching for anything that could be magical. Um, So I said find magic. I. Can I redefine it to fit more of what Cal's looked for in the past of like hidden information, like the the histories that aren't public on magic and everything? Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so 
mean, as far as that, anything that's like <clears throat> historical, that's not really. You don't really find anything on that here. This doesn't seem to be too much of. Uh, you know, everything you're seeing is more like notes on data. Like, you know, today we tried X experiment and it didn't work out. What you are able to glean from that is it does seem to be that they're trying to figure out a way to. Um, from the writings and things you're seeing, uh, they do seem to be trying to maybe take a, a, a soul from the soul gems and put it into some kind of living form. They've tried a few plant-based things and it's not working, um, but it does seem to be some kind of, once again, uh, they're, they're doing some sort of extraction with the idea, from what you can tell of them, not damaging the energy that the soul gem's putting out. Trying to take the soul out of the soul stone and like reuse the soul on something else then, but not but the so the stone's still yeah. working. Sort of that yeah. sort of idea. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Um. And then let's see, Samuel, your mole, you're also. What uh, What were you looking for? Sorry. Nothing in particular. I was just uh, searching the bodies oh, for you were... anything notable. Um, you know. Okay. Yeah. I um, identifying marks, that sort of stuff. Okay. Who do you um, work going for? Through this, I mean, <laughs> um, going through this, your your the, the identifying <coughs> marks are pretty standard for what you would expect from a warforge. You're seeing some of their um, juvenile call signs and names. Um, <laughs> as far as I mean, they're, and you know, they're they're obviously members of Saint Crowley. There's nothing too surprising as far as that's <clears throat> concerned. Um, each one of them does carry a cr uh, crossbow and uh, a sword. And if, as you're searching through all of them with your roll, you do find sixty pieces of gold amongst all of them. Guys, I got loot. What? <laughs> um, okay. Um, and then I think I think that's it. Um, were, were you saying that the others were finding, like, did they find actual notes? Or that they were mm -hmm. trying? Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, scientific data. Cool. This, this is the, this is the blackmail that I require. Perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're, we'll kind of, well, we'll, we'll kind of, yeah, I don't know, just start kind of looking around, but not looking for anything in particular. He's not great at the investigation stuff. <clears throat> okay. All right. Um, well, that's, that's what you guys do. Um, and that's it. So what are you doing from here? The fire's out. You guys have done your investigation. <laughs> I believe we should probably press deeper. It looks like there is a door at the other side. Well, there's, there is a door. Sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there is. Very well. I'm all for continuing the story, but I'm also not going to be very useful in any fighting situations. My granddad's tricks are really starting to run out. <laughs> You can only do them so many times before you hurt yourself. This um, What would Grand you always require me. to be to be good <clears throat> again? Um, 
I could really do with just you know, like a solid eight hours rest. Um, my my fear is um, one if we rest here, uh, things might get very badly when somebody arrives over the next eight hours. Um, or two if we leave and go rest <clears throat> somewhere, then um, none of this may be here when we return. I, I fully understand that. I'm all for continuing the story. Uh, just letting you know that uh, I won't be helpful necessarily. I, I'm willing to press on if you <coughs> wish to stay behind. Yeah. I was, I was not stay behind on my own. I've tried that before. <laughs> I need to capture the story, obviously. Um, but I'll stay at the back of the group. That is ways. All right, let's go. All right. Um, everybody pretty beat up? Or just drained of resources? Huh? Uh, I'm at half health and very low on resources. And on half, <clears throat> uh, a third of my hit dice. I'm on like two thirds of my health. And I have precisely uh, two, three spells. Three spells left. Got a level eight, a level six, and a level four. Oh, level one, I mean. Uh, oh, are you hurt, hurt? I can help. Um, Mole has 81 out of 125, like two-thirds of the way. <clears throat> um, let me look. Like he, so he visibly looks hurt, definitely. 3D. All right, I'm, I will go ahead and just give us all a good old... Mass cure wounds. <clears throat> and that's at level five. So everybody gets 21 points of healing. Nice. nice. And I will have made sure that everybody was in the right radius, whatever. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Cool. Am I the only one who didn't get hit? <laughs> Wait. I, I've been on half health hurt? for quite some time. No. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> only, only Bigby got hurt, or Bigby's hand got hurt. So nice. Yeah, Garen shields a lot. Yeah, yeah. shields in reserve. Yeah, I was down to about half half health too. So well, I have shield, but it's never enough of a bonus to matter. <laughs> At a certain point, you're like, um, yeah, that number is so high that it really, whatever. Um, cool. Yeah. Plus five. You have rolled a thirty-two. There's no way I can get over that. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay. All right. I suppose I will take the lead. I'll I'll follow Cheers. up behind you. I'm 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 coming. Like, Mole I'll is intent on knowing what we <laughs> what what's in here. That's fair. All right, and I'll walk up to the door and open it. <clears throat> or is it actual door? Or is it a door, just a doorway? It's an actual door. Okay. Um, so you open the door. And you hear some chanting come through. Yeah, there's a smell that oh, is foreign to you, but very unpleasant. Um, and as you guys make your way through, you enter a, another room. <coughs> I'll get <into coughs> right here. This so you enter a lot. <laughs> you enter a large room. 
Um, there are four metal monks in there. You see another one of the angries walking around in the back as well. And you see a man dressed in uh, distinct robes standing there. In the center of the room, attached to a number of arcane and uh, occult-looking uh, equipment, you see a large creature of amorphous shape uh, that seems to be radiating the smell that you guys had smelled before. Um, whether it's in pain or not, you're not sure, but they're definitely trying to extract something from it. Um, around on either side of the room, you see tables filled with more <coughs> arcane books and alchemical beakers. And um, that's really it as you enter. The man wearing the um, elaborate cloak turns and sees you and says, Well, you are rather persistent. Um, very impressive. Very impressive what you've done. But uh, come on in. Come on in. Um, in our head. <clears throat> in our heads. Well, first of all, do we know who this is? Have we seen him before? Um, the only people who may know Mole. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Do I know him? Maybe. Uh, Mole. The only one who, I guess has no chance of knowing them would be um, Cal. 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 Yeah. Um, everyone else, give me a... History? History. Give me a history roll. Um, given who you are, I, I'm going to say TC 17. 22. Um, <laughs> I don't hit it with a 16. Um, 10. Okay. Uh, Rosie... From what you've seen here, this looks a lot like the guy on the coins in Crux. Um, you're thinking this may be the Emperor Simon himself. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> With that, I would... Oh. Would I not be able to recognize him from my big medal that I'm wearing of him? <laughs> oh, that's right. You do have that. Yeah, you would. You would know that, yeah, too. Yeah, you're part of the uh, Emperor well, Simon fan club. No, <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. D does that get us a yeah. Gidden free card? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're wearing the medal. Okay, you can come in. Oh yeah, yeah, you can come on. <laughs> Perfectly illegal purchased medal. Um, so yeah, I guess you would, you would recognize him too from the big medal you're wearing. I completely forgot about that. So yes, yeah. Um, and this object in this or this creature in the center have we seen something like that before nothing like this okay. no this is um very disturbing though um uh, does it Cal, smell this... like that one place up in the wood or up in the mountains where it was close to the um where they were trying to break through the barrier yes where rosie yeah. lost her dog it does have yep okay it does. It, it has a similar to that, so I guess Rosie would be familiar with this. Um, I almost forgot about that. And Cal. Cal, there's something about this creature in the center of the room that makes you think of the, the magical nuke or the, the statue back in your... Um, back in your dorm. Okay. I didn't expect to meet the Emperor down in a basement. 
Ah, you're very keen-eyed. Um, yeah, uh, no, most people don't. That's that's why I'm down here. Come on in, guys. Uh, feel free to. Don't worry. No, nobody's gonna harm you. Um, very impressed with what you did out there. That's uh, most people can't get get through that kind of uh, those guards. Um, but yeah, yeah. And thank you for just shutting down the monks uh, as opposed to, to killing them. You know, we don't. They are. They are. They are people. And uh, really does. It's never good whenever. You know, I'm, I'm going to cast a spell. <laughs> I'm going to cast mislead. <clears throat> I turn invisible, and there's a duplicate of me standing around that I can move around, but I am invisible. Okay. <clears throat> um. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll put a second token out for me just so I can keep we can keep track of both. Oh, I don't know if we should continue. I've... I don't have any spell slots left. <laughs> I don't have many. That's not, <laughs> that's one of my last spell slots left. I save a high level spell slot to get myself out of danger. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Cow's not stupid. <laughs> Cow will run away if he needs to. Um, and I've stepped just to the side. <clears> so I'll be just there. And that's all Mole says is, um, it just, he looks kind of dumbfounded. He has no idea what to do. Yeah, yeah, especially since, like, you said the em Emperor, and then he goes, um, oh, yeah, I'm glad you recognized me, basically. Mole, huh? like, as that happens, it, like, settles in with Mole, and you can tell, like, he just kind of doesn't know what's going on at this point. So, it looks like you've taken the research that you were doing up by the pass and moved it into town here. Sort of. Sort of, yeah. I mean, the, the, the pass is, um, well, I guess you, you know more than I thought you would. Um, yeah. So, the pass, what we were doing up there obviously is more about filling up the soul gem so we can create, you know, the, the, the warforged and everything. Right. Um, you know. And uh, making sure that we, we could power some of the magical equipment. That being said, there, there's obviously a moral issue with that. You know, we, get, we need actual people's souls. And though <clears throat> being in the body of a, a Warforged may be better for a lot of these people than their, their current meat form, if you will. We still are, you know, we, we've got to find a way to, to take them back. And we, we want to make sure to give them life. We've got to find out a way to, to you know, maybe put them back into a, an actual body. So they're not just trapped in these metal cases for forever. Uh, Interesting. So, yeah. so the and, inhibitors and, you put on them, then how does that work? I'm very interested in how your your mechanisms are functioning, and I just kind of pat my elephant, like trying to be like we're on the same level here. Moles oh, okay. turns <laughs> yeah. and just like looks at Rosie, like <laughs> what? <laughs> especially all this stuff of like you don't oh, know any of what this. you were doing up in the past and everything just nothing none of that <laughs> doesn't know any of that like, oh yeah so uh, really the, the way it works is we're using some very old um magic as, as you can see here we've pulled uh, you know make sure you don't cross the circle over there you don't want to get uh, don't want to let that creature out um but we've been able to use some <clears throat> ancient magic from you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but like from what we found to be like pre-Theosian magic, and we're able to use that to actually trap the souls themselves. Um, and so we're trying to figure out a way using some of these creatures from 
um, you know, the, before the really maybe <coughs> even the, the sinking of the world that or the drowning of the world that um, it could reverse the, this process. You know, we we want uh, we we want the power of the of the, the war forged and uh, the other things that the soul gems power. We just you know we're trying to find a way to do that without killing people. You know. It's, I mean, uh, I really appreciate the sentiment. Not killing people is definitely a good goal. Um, mm -hmm. It's very interesting. Um, so you found some pre-Theotian magic. Were you working together with the... Oh, crap. What's the name of the other... The 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 library people. What's their name? St. Archon. Thank you. So have you been working together with St. Archon then? And all of their knowledge or is it just like you've been finding these books in the wild a, a little column a, a little column b i mean obviously saint archon has a um a huge library uh, literally of information we can use uh but you know we're not working with them um as far as you know like consciously working together i mean hopefully Hopefully, and uh, you know, mm -hmm. gonna make sure it stays between us here. Of course, that nobody outside of uh, Saint Crowley and and you folks are are going to be uh, you know really aware of what we're doing or how these warforged are even made. Oh, of course not. Something you don't want that information yeah. to get out. That'd be dangerous. It could be very dangerous. Very dangerous. You know, we don't we don't want that. Um, so we need to make sure that mum's the word. You know. Absolutely. Um, so, you're trying to make more uh, members of your guard, shall we say, um, without extracting it from people. So, are you looking into like other creatures? Is that what all these machines are really impressive? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I didn't make them myself. I mean, I kind of, I funded it. Does it? Does it I think that makes me the maker. Um, Elon so, yeah, Musk would I totally agree machines. with you. <laughs> um, so would I uh, um, <laughs> yeah I mean when I invented these it was like that's uh, uh, really I mean I guess I didn't I invented them before I was born my, my father really kind of funded this but oh okay um, yeah oh is he know, still that, around the whole the old emperor no he got killed in uh, pass. My my body's doubles just going to pipe up before you were born? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Theos chose me from, you know, the great penumbra out there to lead this this empire. Um, so... I mean, obviously, really you have all of the brains and the, the knowledge, and you're just going to lead us all into a great, uh, peaceful world, right? With tr That's the goal. I mean, right now, we're, we're, everything's just so wild and unrestrained, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, that whenever people do see justice and peace, you know, you, you, see, the you see the resistance like we had in Pinewall, um, you know, whenever, not long after I was born. Um, yeah. And sometimes you, you've got to, it's why we started using the, the Warforge, you know, you've got to keep people restrained. I mean, people on their own, they're going to go a little nuts. They're going to go a little crazy. They, they don't really know how to handle Look at Thelmer, that whole country complete disaster complete disaster um you know that's why luckily the the queen has accepted graciously you know um and i think she's going to be a great partner 
uh, for us to get married. So we can oh. really unify all the Great Isle. In our heads. Um, I will. insight on that? Does it sound like he genuinely believes that? Give me an insight check. Cool. In our heads, I will be I... speaking to everybody and, um, and be like, did you have something for the Emperor, Garen? From uh, Queen Melania? For, for me. And Mole's going to pipe up if he hears that in his head and go, um, you may be unaware of who we are. We should not tip our heads. My invisible version of me, can he be looking <laughs> at the desks and information around? Just try and learn what I can of what actually is going on from yeah, non-verbal yeah, sources. Give me an investigation roll. Um, Garen, do you remember? Uh, ben, do you remember Garen? Well, I mean, I don't even know what I have. I just have something have for him. But yeah, you have like a, a box, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I am going to nonchalantly put my hand in my pocket and <laughs> say, Dohava. <laughs> okay. So, uh, let's work a few things out here. Um, I mean, Found the emperor! The obviously not the... well, while you're um, while you guys are all doing that, and real quick for Cal. I don't know why I'm having trouble remembering your name today. Uh, Cal, you're going through all of this, um, yeah, everything there, and it does seem to line up with what he's talking <laughs> about. I mean, you're seeing some um, ancient writings. You are seeing some writings that seem very similar to some of the books you took from the Library of St. Archon. There are overlaps in some names and some locations that are otherwise lost to time. Um, mm. And a bunch of magic rituals and alchemical recipes. Um Dohava says, yes. It might have to come that I kill the Emperor. How bad would that be? If you kill the Emperor? Mm -hmm. Before the wedding? Very, very bad. If you kill the Emperor... I mean, you shouldn't ever <coughs> kill the Emperor, but if the Emperor were to die after the wedding, then... That, that's not too bad. Okay. You still have a great leader in charge, right? I might have a problem with that. But we shall talk soon, or I am dead. Don't above, above, kill the emperor. That's a good, Garrett, that's above, a good title. Above the, ta above the table. Ben, it's fine. We kill him, I'll take his place. Then we, you know, do the marriage, fake death, all good. There's no problem with him dying at all. He's talked for more than a minute. Cal's got this. I, I've literally added it to my identity list already. The emperor. seen him, and I've, I've spoken to him. For, uh, heard him speak for a minute. I can impersonate, impersonate him perfectly. <clears throat> and then I'll say, you hang up. And then I hang up. So. <laughs> no, don't hang up. <laughs> Not that she can't contact me back, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, she, you hear the ringing in your in your ear from the, the coin. It's just the Skype tone going off constantly <laughs> in your head. Stuff of nightmares. <laughs> Skype ringing. Ah. Yeah. Um, it's the Discord sound. Hmm. Do, 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 do. Um, Are we going uh, to kill him? I mean, in our heads, of course. What did you say? I have no problem with that. Are we going, going to, to kill, kill him? him? Oh. Because oh. he's probably going to kill us. 
Oh, what would we do afterwards if we killed him? Um, we got the cow. Can I? I can't do the mimic voice thing in my head, can I? That that's gotta be my own voice, I'd assume. Yeah, probably. I I, I can give a good impersonation. Um, and you know how persuasive <clears throat> I can be. But what if Simon have... says? <laughs> Does he? <laughs> Simon says. Simon says. Uh, are you to mole? He he says. Uh, are you the you're the bishop who's in Saint Archon, right? You're the one who's stirring up all the the trouble, talking to the different. Uh, you know, at least talking to uh, the head of Saint Archon, right? You, you're trying to uh, maybe create a little coalition. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> We were doing some research because we we heard that they so, had a really cool library. So we were just so, sorry, going there to see what kind of library they had. And there's a lot my, of good. My friend seems to be a uh, a bit stunned at meeting no, you, Mo Your Eminence. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he was going to attempt to deceive him on that for sure. A 14. There we go. Middling middling deception roll. Um, he's... I was trying to save the situation. Um, so was I. <laughs> Um, hold on. I'm not good at lying to people. I'm good at persuading people. I'm not good at lying to people. Yeah, I don't know that... That was a wonderful delivery, by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was hoping that he hadn't, you know, noticed. Good thing you're not wearing um, your armor. <laughs> yeah, I'm Alam Robinfoot, obviously. Like, this is... And nobody could see through my my guys, you know. No, I'm not at all. An extremely powerful uh, magical person um, who has an identity nobody has face. ever heard of before. Yeah, it, it's it's not like anybody would know about you know <laughs> about me. That's a, uh, so Simon the public says, roller. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying, oh, oh, well, that's a shame. That's a shame because I uh, that that person. Who I heard talking with the, uh, the churches. Uh, do do I think there. he... Um, they... <laughs> uh, insight. Do I think you bought it? Oh, uh, 24. <laughs> no, I don't think he bought it. Um, you, would, you would think he probably got a, a few points less than your 24 okay. on his, his insight. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, my uh, doppelganger is just going to move a few f feet away from... Uh, <laughs> Mole. Our magic cousin. A mole for, for no reason in particular. Not spacing okay. ourselves out at all. Okay. <laughs> he says, I, I mean, that would be a shame um, that you weren't, because that person sounded interesting. It sounds like somebody that, you know, we could work with together. Help uh, maybe, I don't know, break the back of the church as it is and rebuild it. You know, maybe rebuild it stronger. Um, you know, that person sounds like they could be a great ally. And maybe somebody who could benefit from the backing of, I don't know, royalty? Uh, Mole, like, looks at him kind of like, huh. Um. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I never really considered you might be willing to work with me. So it is you. 
I, I knew it. I'm just, I'm just joshing you. I knew it was you. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we're in alignment here. And, you know, it would be good to, you know, there are, are the problem with the church right now, you know, I feel, is that they're, they're trying to be the empire of the Great Isle, like the physical world. And really, the empire of the church is the soul, is it not? And so we need somebody who can be the emperor of the Great Isle, which, you know, would be me in alignment with Theos, of course. But that's just on the material plane. On, on the things that are important, we need a, a good em- emperor of the soul, if you will. Like somebody who could come in and rebuild the church and make sure that it was working in alignment to, uh, you know, with the empire, not against it. Um, you know, maybe, you know, nothing but fealty to Theos and, you know, maybe just a, a little nod toward the, the church. Uh, or toward the uh, the empire, and the church could be, you know, we're looking for a new emperor of the soul. You know, Grand Abbot Melfast is not maybe not doing such a great job on on that soul front. So I don't know. I mean, I, I was just thinking if there was a good bishop out there who was looking to make some changes, maybe we could look at moving him up into a a, a, a more prominent, maybe even a, a top role of of the. Uh, the Church of Theos. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out here, spitballing ideas. You know. Tell me. We know um, they've called for a conclave on yeah. on the issue of <clears throat> magic being used. Um, if I yeah. were to work with you, what is your genuine, heartfelt opinion on others using magic? Not just the political bullshit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, <coughs> others, others are free to use it. We just need some, you know. I, I, I like to find a third way between. You know, we seem to have these two extremes right now. Either it, it's all or nothing. Everybody gets to have it, or only the church can have it. And I, I think there's probably a good, genuine third way in between, where, you know, there seem to be people who are just born with it, and so we we allow them to flourish, and maybe we train them up, maybe through the church. You know, we focus on that. We bring them through the church. I, I don't know. I haven't worked out all the 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 nitty-gritty of it but then we may be restricted to people who are qualified otherwise can can learn it if they're going to learn it more of that academic sense um people are gonna have to get i don't know i'm just driver's license um yeah okay um can i can Uh i tell if he seems genuine on that yeah yeah go ahead oh sure uh 29 um, <laughs> yeah, he seems he seems very genuine. That I love how Mole can like read through any lie, but he can't lie himself. Oh, that, that was the point. Yeah, I, I can I can convince people as long as I'm not telling a lie, and I can always tell when they're lying to me. Um, you know, he's a genuine guy. Right? <laughs> um, no, I, I like it. It's he's just, the it's exact well opposite of Cal. Um, <laughs> I can tell loads of lies, see through the lies, and then tell the truth sometimes as well, really convincing. <laughs> That's, me. Fair. That's fair. Can do all. I tend to stay away from that all one, though. Above. Um, um, if I'm being honest, I was not expecting that this would be the conversation I was having with you. I mean, did you really think there was going to be that many conversations <clears throat> with me at all? Um, I was hoping to get maybe two or three minutes with you later in about a week and a half 
Um, I mean, we're up to like five or six now. I mean, we're we've 100% exceeded your dream. And in, in our heads, let's say we're not buying his BS, right? He is building an army and going to control magic. Oh, 100%. Some of the stuff he's saying is matching these documents I'm reading, but yeah, I don't I don't think he's genuine at all. He's just feeding Mole what he wants to hear. This I is can, all in I can hear all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he is telling the truth. He may be telling the truth, but he's building an army and wants to regulate magic. You can tell the truth while still lying. It's just choosing what you're saying to be true. Out loud while they're talking, I will be saying things, but finish the conversation first. But if we control the army and we're on the side that regulates the magic, then we make the rules. No one should regulate magic. But no one's making the rules. Does that make Everyone's us better if we're the ones making the rules? Right? It can make the rules fair. I'm a fan of no rules. And there'll be a natural way of things. So you think you're smart enough to make rules for everybody that's going to make things equitable and safe. Are you also saying you can make rules that someone I... can't find a way to abuse for their own benefit and others de uh, the degradation of others? You know how many uh, souls people, he's used in these soul jumps? People will always bend rules. And there is always somebody who's going to try and have dominion over someone in order to make them. Always. Mm. We're better than most to do it. Mm, I don't fully agree there. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard many stories, and I've been to, well, seen some places. So you're you're saying um, if we, if we uh, make it so that nobody regulates anything. That somebody else won't just step in and try and control people? If someone steps in to try and force their opinion on other people, see, people are going to resist it. You know, for everyone to build their own structures and find a natural equilibrium is better than one strong, one strong group saying, you're doing as I'm saying now, and if you don't, I'm going to kill you. You're going to get more resistance for longer than trying to find a natural balance. Out loud through all of this, Rosie is just gushing about the machines and asking about the creature and just like poking about all of the details of what's going on here, um, just to like cover the fact that we are standing there, not saying anything out loud. <laughs> Mole seems to be standing there, very contemplative. Um... Well, and while while Rosie is gushing about everything, uh, Emperor Simon's like playing off of her. They're both speaking like nerdy technical yes exactly you know, uh, yeah yeah they're, techno babble they're they're techno babble they're nerding out over their arcanic techno babble there because the the entrapta side of rosie is very interested in learning everything she can of what's happening here the, the way i see it right now to to them in, in their heads as you know as all of this is going on the the way i see it right now 
we have the opportunity to not only prevent the war with my homeland, because say, for instance, we do something, we kill the emperor, we do whatever, the war will still happen. There are still people who follow him. There's still a country against us. What do we do then? Do we let I... it just go to chaos? No, we can have a regular, a uh, managed step down. I take his place. Excellent. And then what do you do when people can see through your guises? I guarantee you people can. I'm sure there'll be some people, and I have possible ways of um, dealing with those situations. We do, we do it like the rich people do. We, you know, I'll have access to all his funds and abilities. Bribery. Cool. Do and we know when the wedding is? Um. The wedding would be uh, you. You know, the wedding's in a month from when you arrived. Yeah. She's making her way. So now it's like 27 days. It's like right <laughs> after the conclave, basically. Um, like, yeah. And that's happening in two weeks, right? Yeah. All we have to do is wait for a month after they're married. And then we have somewhat of a just ruler. Not, not saying the plan's perfect anymore, in any way, shape, or form. Probably would require more planning than we accidentally walked into a room with someone. But it's an option. And we're talking very high-level issues here in quick succession. And what do we do when the next emperor rises up? Somewhere else. Maybe somewhere farther away. There's more people. Some, of, some other adventurers come and kill him. There's always a hero somewhere. But what if there's a system that nobody it. needs to kill them? Well, there is no such someone thing. Will always, someone will always bend and break the rules, climb the ladder, find the position of power, find the people they can manipulate, or, for, or bribe, and then they'll overthrow or take control, impose their own laws and structures, and people get oppressed. Well, the natural equilibrium, get rid of all the systems. Just sounds like chaos. You don't have to save everyone, though. Thinking of another dictator raising, rising up somewhere else isn't necessarily your issue to deal with. You don't have to deal with every issue. <clears throat> Just make the world a little bit nicer than when you entered it. So how did you overcome the compensation for the electrostatic when you went to set up the the rotation? Yeah, no, you know that's a common question. What we used was the uh, ethereal mufflers uh, devised by Grand Wizard Fulcum um, a few years ago. I mean, a lot of people just kind of thought they were useless, but obviously, once you get into a lab setting, worlds, worlds of uh, of, of use. Interesting. <laughs> um okay um i need so, i need help 
Um, God needs to help me on this. Um, please. Because I'm very conflicted. Um, I, I disagree with my friends. Um, okay, how does divine intervention work? Um, <laughs> beginning at 10th level, you can call on your deity to intervene on your behalf. Your needs are great. Imploring your deity. Rolling. I'm definitely sliding down into like chaotic neutral territory right now just because I'm like, oh my god, this stuff is so cool. Yeah. He has cool toys. I'm sold. <laughs> okay, roll a d100 and roll less than my level. Is that for less than your cleric? What are you level. Yeah. What are you trying to get out of the uh, Theos though? I, I, I'm I'm assuming Theos or even you know um, Saint Eligius, you know, because um, even though he's uh, yeah, even though he's a saint, you know, they're as much as gods to anybody within the, the, within the Church of Theos. Like, um, yeah. um, I need them to weigh in on this. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I can almost assure that they know what's going on, um, and I would like to know their opinion on it. I've yeah, that's basically it. I need them to tell me what to do. I, I am appealing to a higher power because I don't know what to do. Because um, I, I, I seem to be on a very different footing than the rest of the people I trust around me. Uh, yeah. As if you didn't already know this. It's just yeah, being... but now it's blatant. But we were kind of aligned in, in our... Face what um, we were doing not <laughs> i never expected to get to the evil emperor and him to go we can rule the galaxy together you know and mo go i could rule the galaxy better than most people <laughs> you know um, but yeah that's 100 percent what Ga what mole would think because yeah, like he like, yeah he just wants the church to not be a de decisive or divisive mess. He right. he's trying to make the world better. Right. It could be my church, yeah. and I could be friends with the emperor, and you know, influence what the emperor is doing, and and mold and change the emperor. You know, I could reforge the emperor and the empire and the church. Right now, all of it. That's how Mold it's is. all of Mole's dreams come true. Yes, yeah, I could make everything absolutely in the process just to get rid of the emperor, put the cow there, and try and reforge. Yeah, cow. and then the first person who walks in a room with true sight is gonna call Cal on his bullshit, and then we'll kill them. And then, you know, like, just cycle you just continues. Need to... Not if let he has his wizard bodyguard with him. Modify their memory. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Let's let's appeal or... to God. Possibly qualify myself repeatedly. Um, I'm looking for uh, 15 or below. One. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, um, Alec, I, I appeal to God as hard as you physically can <laughs> in this game. <laughs> uh, wow. Cool. All right. Well, Saint Allegius appears before you. Or, you know, in the ethereal sense, at least. Um, though, I guess the ethereal world is literal here. So, in a spiritual, non-ethereal sense. Okay. Um, I was going to say, do we see him then? <laughs> I'm sure there's a spiritual plane, too. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure there is, too. I just don't know my D&D my &D cosmology that well. Um, they, uh, uh, so, yeah, uh, St. Elijah just appears and says, All right, boy. Are you one for destruction, or are you one for the reforging of people? 
Reforging takes some hammer, and it takes some tongs, and it takes a little restriction. You let metal molten, and you let it go everywhere. You can't shape it into anything, can you? <clears throat> we, we, with a gentle touch, we could help guide and reforge even the Emperor. I, anyone can be reforged. I think I can change him. I can change the system for the better. <laughs> I, I, ah, oh God. Okay, so I am in line with what I thought my ethos was. Um, I, I wish I didn't use that eighth level spell last session. <sighs> I could just feeble mind the Emperor. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I know what I must do then. Okay. Rosie is surprisingly in line with that. <laughs> with what? The the uh, reforging the Emperor slash like looking like working with him to use his cool toys basically. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so hers is not on a moral level as much as she just wants to play with the cool toys. Yeah. Yeah, kinda. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> as childlike as you can be. Oh, you have cool toys and snacks? Alright, let's go. <laughs> um Mole will seem pretty resolved. He's not contemplating anymore. He's not thinking anymore. And he'll literally just say out loud, um, so how do we proceed working with you? And on that, we'll call the episode. Thank you all for listening to Beholder's Eye, Volume 2, Episode 17, Big Talk. Don't forget to give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. That helps us out a lot. Check out our website, BeholdersEyeCast.com. You can follow Cam, who plays Rosie, at Girl at Dice.Camp. Sam, who plays Mole, at SamSlot007 at Mastodon.Party. Ryan, who plays Cal, slash Osborne, slash Wicker, at DuffDuffTheThird. And Ben, who plays Garen, at Miro4D2. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Music from Filmmusic.io. Minstrel Guild, Curse of the Scarab, and our story begins all by Kevin McLeod. Tranquil Fields Tense by Alexander Nakarada. All music licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0.